This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reactions preview series. I'm joined by a few guests to look ahead to the next Arsenal match, which is, of course, what is supposed to be a fairly comfortable walk in the park tomorrow against Olympia. Of course, uh, we will see if that is indeed the case in the next 20 minutes or so. I am joined by three of my expert members this week to discuss uh, the Olympiacos game. And first of all, Kid, mate, how are you doing? Are you well, son? Are you good? Yeah, all good. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I just want to say happy Patrick's Day to everyone. Uh, being Irish, have to throw that one in there. So look forward to today and tomorrow night. Good stuff. Dan, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. And just still kind of doing well from the North London derby. Yeah, exactly. Still riding on that high yeah. uh, of the weekend. And finally, Pablo, how you doing, mate? You well? Yeah, all good, Tom. Thank you. Yeah, like very much like Dan on buzzing still. So happy with, with the result of the weekend. Yeah, it's, you know, if you beat Spurs, it's just going to basically fill you for the rest of the week, basically. So uh, we appreciate the lads putting in a performance like that. And speaking of which, we're hoping that they can put in a, maybe not an equal display, but just I'm happy for them to just do enough. Um, tomorrow night. Pablo, Olympiacos, uh, obviously a side that we have history with. This Not at this stage last year, in the prior stage, in the last 32, they managed to knock us out. If we get through this game pretty comfortably, how confident are you about a Europa League run through the next three rounds? Uh, to be honest, I'm really confident. Um, you can see the development that Arteta is sort of bringing into the team. Um, I know at the start of the season there was a load of issues and our results just wasn't good enough. But off late, if you actually look at the way we play, even the games that we lose, um, like you look at Wolves, Burnley, they were mainly down to poor refereeing decisions. I think the only sort of game that I was actually disappointed with with us was probably City because I didn't feel like we really fought for it and the Villa game. Yeah. Um, so you, apart from them two games, we've pretty much given everybody a uh, run for their money. And if not, we've actually walked away with a win. So I'm pretty confident of playing, even if we do get United or Tottenham, 
<laughs> of course, um, <laughs> then I'm pretty confident we'll get far in it. It's good to hear confidence always. Um, I, I, obviously, on the show, we do look at things in a more positive way, I suppose. And uh, it, the Europa League is obviously kind of a, an all or nothing situation for us, really, because with how the league's gone, uh, getting anything from this competition would, of course, be our ultimate target, which is is getting qualification for the Champions League. And you look at teams like United, who probably aren't going to necessarily need it, and they have cup um, kind of commitments as well. Spurs might end up needing it, of course, and they will desperately want to win it to get uh, qualification themselves for the Champions League. But Kean, and I know I'm speaking very confidently, like looking ahead beyond maybe this game, but are there more sides than just the English teams that, that scare you going through the rest of the tournament? Well, yeah, definitely Milan are one team you have to look at. Um and again, Ajax as well. Uh, Ajax are 3-0 up in their first leg. Um, and Gerard's mm. playing, or he is Rangers playing very well as well. So there's three other teams that we really... Unai Emery's Villarreal as well. You saw what he did with us. I'm not worried. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the last words there. Yeah, um, I, I'm not that worried, um, to be honest with you. I, I'm looking forward to... I want I want us to get him. I want I want to play Unai Emery. Um show him what we can actually do uh, with Arteta and prove Arteta's doubters wrong as well um, because a lot of people do want Emery back as well. There is some fans calling for him back. Um, sure. So I would like to see us um, put up against Villarreal. Um, but then again, it's our own mistakes that could lose it for us against him. Um, <laughs> I see Vinny there saying, Kian, it's the worst thing to say. I know, but... Uh, I I'd like him. I want I want the chance. Um, and with the likes of Milan and United, one one big team is going out. Um, mm. so that's a big step forward as well. So, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm looking forward. Hopefully, we get a big win tomorrow night. Um, let's beat them early and then move on to West Ham on Sunday. Yeah, 100%, mate. And, and if we can obviously get a result. Dan, I'm interested about kind of the the actual game in itself in the sense of it's a weird dynamic. You're going into a game knowing you can lose and, and still go through, which is a famous line I remember from the 89 documentary, of course, Liverpool going into that game knowing that they could lose the game and still win the title. But because it sets you kind of up in a weird mentality and we know how mentally fragile Arsenal can be at times. Do you think there is any kind of danger of there being a little bit of overconfidence, a feeling of the ties already done? Or do you think that Arteta will set this team up knowing exactly what they need to do? I really hope not. I mean, I think Arteta is going to go into the into the game telling everyone, look, we need to win this game. I, I know we could lose, was it 2-0, still yeah. get through. I, I, I can't imagine Arteta saying, right, let's, let's kind of park the bus and if we can see the goal, then so what? Uh, I'm confident that Arteta's really told them, look, we're going to play just like we did against probably Olympiacos in the first leg and try and win the game. Because I, I think that's the only way we can we can go across this. I, I, I wouldn't want to risk anything. We, we just need to win because we've seen it before last season and we, we bottle it sometimes. I have to admit we do. And we are also our own worst enemy which is also not mm. the best in this situation. But, yeah, we, we need to go and win the game. It's, that's all. 
Yeah, it's as simple as that. I suppose you're just going out to try and win it. And you want to keep the momentum up as well and seeing the ourselves kind of put a run of wins together, especially in the league table. We've got some difficult games against West Ham and Liverpool in the league in the next few weeks or so. So if you can keep that winning run going after obviously beating Spurs and getting that kind of confidence boost. Before we go into what you guys are suspecting in regards to the lineup, let's see what some of the guys in the chat box are saying. And says uh, we can beat anyone on our day. Arteta sets us up so well that even when we don't play well, we still have a chance. Uh, Daryl says, uh, I think Aubameyang should start this game. He'll have a point to prove, and I know he'll react in the correct ways, obviously, what of course happened before uh, the Spurs game. James P says, definitely think Olympiacos will put up a fight, but I don't think it will be enough to get them through. Uh, and Temi says, I want Man United to lose, and I have a feeling that Spurs are going to go. I mean, if Spurs manage to drop a 2-0 lead at home, I'd be very surprised, Timmy. But, you know, fingers crossed that we can see that happen. Now, we do have to look at some of the lines. This is where I have to crouch down because my new overlay means that I've got to sit down here to actually be on the screen. Um, but Pablo, uh, sorry, not Pablo, Dan, we're starting with yours. Do you want to talk us through your selection? Mate? Well, I actually have a weird feeling that Matt Ryan could start, but I think we don't want to take any risks and He's good, Ryan, but I think Leno just keeps his place. Surprise, I haven't started Cedric, mm. but I think Cedric's our first right back. Keep him for West Ham. And I like Chambers as a number two. Yeah, our number two right back. Uh, he 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 did really well in his, the last game he played. Was it Burnley? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll keep Chambers there. Holding, I, I feel Holding's... He's not played much recently. I, I kind of feel bad for him. He was doing so well. I know he had his concussion, but he's not really played much. And I think he needs to get back into things because, in all fairness, David Luiz has also done quite well. But I, I don't know, something about holding, I prefer him to, to Luiz in the long run. Gabriel, I think, has been incredible in the last two games. Keep him there. I just really like that signing, to be honest. Uh, he mm. can be... Him and Tierney on that kind of left side of the defence could be here for the next seven years or something. I mean, Probably not, but I really hope that. And then midfield, I'm kind of giving Xhaka a bit of a rest. It probably won't happen. I think Xhaka will play. But I think Elneny after that goal, I'd give him a chance there with Partey. And Partey, yeah, he, need, he needs game time because... I think against Spurs, I actually think he was phenomenal in the first half. I think he was really good. Really good for the kind of start of the second half. And then from about 65, 70, he just completely dropped off. That could be something to do with match fitness or something. But I'd, I'd keep him playing and maybe just if we've already done a job, if we're 1-0 up at half time, take him off. Because, mm. yeah, I think, I think he should start. Odegaard, I'm really liking this guy. Uh, I I also like Smith Rowe as well, but I, something about Odegaard just is pressing, and I, I really like him. I'd start him. Yeah, you could start Smith Rowe on the left. I think I'd give him a bit of a rest. Maybe he can come on if we need him. Uh, Willian, he's, he he got rested, I guess, and he's been quite good recently, playing quite well. So I'm happy with him there. Pepe, I think with Saka, uh, I've just heard Arteta, and I think Saka's not too bad actually. He'll probably get. Uh, he, he this, I think he said he might be available tomorrow, but we'll see how he is today. 
but I, I wouldn't risk him even if there's a slight chance of him picking up his hamstring again. Yeah. So I keep Pepe there and yeah, Lacazette. I think he played really well and yeah, no Alba. I'm keeping Alba for the West Ham game. I and I think Laka played really well. I just I, I don't think it's a big deal whether it's Laka or Alba. I think they both play well up there, and I just like Laka at yeah. the moment for this game. Fair enough. Uh, we'll, we'll get through some of the questions after we've gone through everyone else's 11s. But Pablo, do you want to talk us through your team? Yeah, sure. I've got. Um, I've obviously gone with Leno. Um, I think he ain't going to take the chance of not playing Leno in goal. Um, we've got to win this. And um, my obviously, I've got the back four now. I've gone with Chambers, Holding, and Murray. I think Holding and Murray are probably the best two partnership for themselves, sort of thing. So I think Holding plays better when Murray's there than compared to Gabriel or Louise. Um, Tini on the left back, I'll be honest with you, if I had the option, um, I would have not picked Tini. But I can't think of anybody else there. Um, we've got obviously Partey and Sabaris now. I've gone quite attacking um, and with a lot of pace, and that's because I think they're going to have to come and attack us. They're the ones that need the goals. Um, so I've gone with Martinelli. I don't think he'll start. I think William will start there, but I personally would like to see him there. Mm. Smith Rowe's been rested and he looks really sharp against Tottenham. I think he can come in for Odegaard and give Odegaard a bit of a rest. Um, Pepe, I think Pepe has been brilliant this season, most of this season anyway, especially the second half. And like um, we said earlier, Alba's got a point to prove. And with a counter-attacking option here, Alba's probably a better choice than um, than Lacquer, in my opinion. And I've gone with Sabalos as well because he, him and Partey, I'm really interested to see what them two are going to play like, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, let's go for Keans then. Yeah, I agree with what Dan said. Uh, Chambers is a very good second choice right back uh, to Bellerin. Um, <laughs> uh, in goal, Leno, definitely. Um, he We have to make sure that they don't score tomorrow. Um, so he's definitely a big one for me. Um, Gabriel, he's in form. He We don't want to lose it. Uh, the last time he had a break uh, due to COVID, he came straight in and was very nervous. And I don't want that to happen again. He's a player that plays by, on form. Um, so let's keep him playing and get his form going. Uh, Ho Ling hasn't played in a while. I want to see him have a few minutes. Uh, David Luiz and Jacka, they're both off my team. Uh, they haven't had mistakes in a while. And tomorrow night, I don't want any mistakes. Um, Tierney speaks for himself. Uh, he's the captain without the armband. Uh, he has to be playing for me. Bellerin, I have a feeling that what Arteta is doing is very like what Emery did with goalkeepers, um, what a lot of teams do with goalkeepers. And that is saying Bellerin plays in the Europa League, Cedric plays in the Premier League, um, which is why Bellerin is in there for me uh, today. Sabayas uh, and Perte, Sabayas and I just want them to attack. Let's get a few goals under our belt. Sabayas uh, is uh, a workhorse lately in the midfield. Um, so he, I know he has his odd mistakes, but he's well able to pick a pass and he plays very well with Odegaard. Um, Odegaard, he, the way I hate to bring up the O word, but he is the Ozil with work rate. And oh God, here we go. <laughs> he, he is. I, I have to say, like watching him against Spurs, he just ran at players and we've, we've been looking for that in a midfielder, especially an attacking midfielder. Um, 
Pepe, uh, he is playing very well. Um, and I do want him to play tomorrow because let's start getting goals. It's it's the only thing he's missing at the moment. I know he scored against Leicester, but that was a tap in. We want we want to see what Pepe can do and whip it in from his left. Um, and that's why I have Martinelli in there. He needs to start playing. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think he will play or start, but I think he definitely deserves at least 20 minutes uh, under his belt. Uh, and tomorrow is the game to do it. Um, definitely score a few goals first. And then if Arteta wants to bring him on, but for me, he's starting. And Oba, because he didn't play against Spurs, he's a point to prove, especially against Olympiakos missing last season. Um, so that's why Oba is there to prove it to Olympiakos and prove it to Arteta after the weekend. Fair enough. Um, my 11 uh, actually answers the question that, that Pablo was saying earlier about who do you rest uh, Tierney for? Uh, and that's why I've gone for Cedric on the left-hand side to rest uh, Tierney for this week uh, and give him kind of just a week off. If he does play, it wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. Uh, he does have really, really good work rate. It's just that danger of of kind of burning him out. So Chambers and Cedric are fullback with Marie and Louise at the back, swapping in Marie for Gabriel for this week. But I can't, I really think that Louise at the moment has been our most consistent centre-back over the last few weeks. has been really, really excellent. And the distribution that he provides us from the back is also... Re- quite priceless. I've actually given Partey a rest. Uh, I get the argument of both sides that you need to give him minutes to get him up to match sharpness, but I feel like in some of these games, I feel like in the game against Spurs, the last 15 minutes, as Clive talked about in yesterday's show, was a lot down to fatigue and then being really tired. And I'm thinking maybe if we wanted to come in against West Ham, I mean, give him the last like 20 minutes, have come off the bench and, and have some minutes at the end of the game, maybe. Um, but I, I'm not sure I'd be starting Partey right from the beginning. Xhaka plays again. Um, he just seems to <laughs> play every single game. And that's, that's fine at the moment because he's doing well. Bar the mistake against Burnley, I think he's been he's been really, really good. Uh, El Nenny, I chose over Ceballos just as kind of that little bit of defensive guarantee uh, because obviously Olympiacos need to score goals. And I feel like with El Nenny and Xhaka together... I know it might not give you the most progressive amount of passing, but I think it will give you that that more sign of defensive solidity and then allow the, the full-backs and, and the front four to do more of the, the, the creative attacking stuff. Speaking of which, Emil Smith-Rowe gives Erdogan a rest for me at number 10. Martinelli starts on the left-hand side. Um, I was really tempted to kind of play him at, at striker, um, but I feel like this could be a chance for Aubameyang to come back in and, and maybe redeem himself and get him up to speed ahead of, of course, a really important Premier League game at the weekend too, giving him maybe two weeks off would just lull him a bit and I'm not sure I want to do that so I've gone with Aubameyang and and Pepe of course I thought arguably of the two halves him and Saka played I actually thought he was better than Saka in the North London derby to be honest I thought he came on and did a really good job the pass for for Lacazette to to win the penalty was brilliant and he really took on uh, Regulon really well he's a really good left back too on that side so I'd like to see him given another opportunity to start so there's all four of our lineups of course we're getting closer towards the part of the show we do predictions I'm just going to do one round of questions before we get to that point. But Chatbox, if you do have a prediction for the game, this is your prediction for scoreline, scorers and overall explanation for how you think the game is going to play, then throw them into the Chatbox. We're going to go in reverse order this time, starting off uh, with Kian. Talk to me, Kian, about what you think would be kind of... What's the worst case scenario for you tomorrow besides saying just us losing? But what do you think tactically and where do you think Olympiacos are going to look to be trying to get at Arsenal tomorrow to create the most problems? To be honest, I won't. 
Which, I didn't hear any of that because you knew it no, unmuted no. like crazy. <laughs> it wouldn't let me unmute. It wouldn't let me mute. Uh, sorry. What, what was it you said? Sorry, it wouldn't let me hear anything. I said, where do you think it is tomorrow? Worst case scenario is obviously Olympiacos come at us quite a bit. Where do you think tactically they're going to be looking to find our vulnerabilities at the moment? Um, to be honest, I I just attack us. Uh, literally doing the opposite of what Spurs did, run at us. Um, because as as we showed the last few games, we're, we're our own downfall. Um, we tried passing around the back and then we'd pass it to like Jack I know who'd give it to another player or it, it's just, it's hard to explain because we actually don't even know what we're going to do wrong. It's we'll get a few red cards. I try getting it. I'd say try getting into their heads because we do have a lot of hot headed players. Um, so we could get an odd red card here and there. Um, if I was Arteta, I'd tell them just to calm down, uh, just play the football they want to play because it's, it's hard to think that we all the goals that came for against us the last few season or last few games we've just we've been our own downfall. It hasn't been other players piecing out a goal. It's been Arsenal giving them a goal. Mm. <laughs> so it's hard to say. Uh, Pablo, I'm going to throw you a question from Vinny in the chat who says, do you think it's the right approach to start a weaker team and then bring on players if needed to win the game first and then we can try and rest more if possible? Um, to be honest with you, the way Arteta does it and has done it recently is the right way where you've got to have that balance where you're not weakening the team that you're going to go into the game thinking, ah, oh, we can lose, but not by that much. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Um, yeah. It's been kind of, yeah, it's been kind of every single European game or even cup games, domestic cup games, whatever it is, it's kind of gone with a healthy balance of resting players, but still trying to keep the squad as strong as possible for that week. Um, so, yeah, I think the way that Arteta does it is the right way. It's keeping the squad strong because we do have a strong squad. You look across the board, we're looking a lot stronger now than what we did, I'd say, at the beginning of the season. Um, so, yeah, just go with the strongest possible team you've got without affecting anybody's fitness or causing them any injuries. Dan, to finish off things, um, going back to your lineup um, previously, uh, you didn't start Martinelli uh, in, in your team, which, of course, is something that a lot of people kind of want to see today uh, or tomorrow, sorry. And what do you make of the Martinelli situation? One, why why don't you haven't you put him in from the start? Is that down to kind of just selection? Is it that given William the opportunity because he's earned it more than Martinelli? And how do you view the whole situation with Gabby? I think if I was manager, I, I thing is I, I do want Martinelli to play. I, I want him to be the best. I want he's got such a high ceiling when I watch him. I, mm. I really want him to play. I just don't think he will. And I've been seeing a lot on Twitter that he's being moulded into a striker. I don't know if that's true. And those videos of him with uh, him taking a lot of shots, a, a nice sort of overhead kick kind of thing. Is that moulding into a striker? Is that individual training just to be that player? Because I think Arteta probably looks at it next season. He's probably thinking we're going to be without Nketiah, without Lacazette maybe. And with Aubameyang there, we don't have anyone else. So maybe mm. he wants Martinelli to be that striker. And the question is, do we need Martinelli right now? 
like our other options not good enough that's uh, we've got so many there we've got Saka we've got Willian we've got Smith Rowe who plays there now the, the option where we've got so many we don't actually need Martinelli so maybe Arteta's thought if we can get the best out of him next season do what we can to make him that good for next season by doing mm. this individual training maybe that's the way to go However, surely you need some game time. So even under 23s, surely you need something. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think Kian's had enough of you talking about uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, We're going to get your thoughts in the chat box before we get the guys' predictions. Uh, let me just scroll up to try and find the first one. So we go. Temi says 2-0 uh, to Arsenal. Jared says 2-0 Arsenal. Zamir says 7-0. And many screamers, every single one of them. Ed Welch says 1-0 Arsenal. And says Aubameyang is going to get a hat-trick. Uh, Janice says, people working to get Pablo the latest team news in the background, it seems. <laughs> there must be people flying about behind you, Pablo. Uh, Yo-Yo says, 1-1 one, one draw with Embiarco scoring first, which would take us through. Colin says, we're going to go for a very kind of interesting 2-2 two, two draw. Eventually, we'll go 5-3 on aggregate. Uh, MIL says, 2-1 Arsenal, because we can't keep a clean sheet uh, at the moment. Uh, James P says, personally, I see it being a low-scoring match. Arsenal will get to manage this game. Well, I want, sorry, to manage this game. We might look for the insurance goal. He's going to go with a 2-1 uh, to the team. Evan says, the problem with Martinelli, Alba and Pepe as a front three is a lack of hold-up play, which means we won't be able to recycle the ball as effectively. Uh, Lewis says, an edgy 1-0 defeat. Uh, profligacy. What, what is profligacy? I mean, I'm the wordsmith and not even I'm using the Anyone? But you want to help me out with that <laughs> profligacy? I've never heard this word before, Lewis. You, you're educating me, son. Um, profligacy again, and then uh, darfly concede. I imagine 30 mins like the end of the North London derby, but we'll go through. Though uh, hope I'm just hopelessly pessimistic. Lots of high-level vocab there from Lewis. They even stunned me at one point. Uh, Omar says, we should be able to cruise the last eight with all due respect. This tie is done. All the confidence in the world there. Um, and Tebow said that profligacy means wastefulness. So there you go. I, I'm going to use that in an article today. I'm actually going to try and so I'm going to fit it into one now. Oh, dearie me. Um, I'm going to go for a... Oh, I think we'll win. I really think because, as Kian said, the way that Olympiacos is going to score is they have to attack us. I think that's going to leave a lot of open spaces for us to kind of hit them on the counter if we need to. Um, we just need to be smart. We don't need to do anything silly. Just play the game conservatively and then hit them on the break when possible. I think we'll probably come out 2-0 winners and going through 5-1 on aggregate, uh, which would be lovely. Uh, Kian, speaking of which, what's your prediction for the show, mate, besides a Bellerin hat-trick, of course? No, I... I uh... I think it'll be uh, 3-0. I'm going to go, if Martinelli plays, he's going to score. Uh, Odegaard's going to score another smash goal from outside the box. And I'm going to fancy Oba. I think Oba's going to score and prove everyone, um, all, all the Olympic Yakos and uh, Arteta prove to him that he wants to be here. Fair enough. Dan? I'm going for 2-0. I think Olympiacos will need to come out and and try and win this game, try and score straight away, which will leave gaps open. I think this could be kind of the game for the counter-attack at the beginning, in which case I think it could be Pepe's day. I'm going Pepe with both of them. And Pablo. Uh, 4-1 Arsenal. Yep. We're going to do it. We're going to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> like now, well, the thing is, they've got to come at us. 
And I'm not being funny, but from what I've seen of them last week, they're not they're not going to be able to keep hold of us for too long. They were lucky the score was what it was last time round, in my opinion. So yeah, I'm pretty confident at home with the with the right. Fair enough. So lots of positivity from the guys, which is obviously great. A massive thank you to you guys at the chat box, of course, for tuning. If you could drop a like on today's video, we would really appreciate that. And obviously, if you could thank my fantastic panel. First of all, Dan, ever so much. A pleasure as always, mate. Appreciate your time. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Always great to be on and hopefully we'll get the win and go through to the next round. 100%. You can find Dan at 123R, uh, Dan R, sorry, on Twitter. And you can find him mostly, though, in our Discord server, which if you are an expert member or higher, you can join uh, as JD has. And now I believe uh, Simon has too. We've got a couple of new members in yesterday. Good to see some new people join the group. Uh, Kian, always a pleasure, mate. Tell people where I can find you. Same again. Uh, in Twitter down below. Uh, guys, again, happy St. Patrick's Day. Hope to, uh, you all have a great day. Um, get your Guinness out. Uh, get your Jameson whiskey. Um, but yeah, no, thanks again. Uh, it's been great to be on and talk to you all soon. Uh, Wayne will be certainly on the, uh, the the Guinness tonight. He was showing me this machine he's got, which basically you put the pint of Guinness on this machine, it's in water, and then it like makes it froth up yeah, like it does. Yeah, electrolytes or something. To yeah, like something that. really. Yeah, you yeah. showed me the other day, but it looked very impressive. Um, so he'll be using that, I'm sure, uh, till it burns out, I probably believe. <laughs> and Pablo, massive thank you to you, mate, as always. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. Hey. <laughs> Clean your top. <laughs> but yeah, no, thanks for having us. And um, I'm going to have a whiskey for Kian today, mate, and celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Why not? Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, if, yeah. I, if only I wasn't working till 11 tonight and I'd actually oh. be able to do it. So, uh, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. You win some, you lose some. We'll have one after the game on Thursday. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, speaking to all of you this evening. I can see a lot of you throwing Cedric squads into the chat box, which is fantastic. Um, he is our new, he's our new mascot, our new emoji in the chat. So members, you can use that at your free will uh, now, alongside some other good ones available to you if you do want to come and support the channel. We'll be back straight after the game tomorrow. I'll be joining Hugh, of course, for the watch along as well. But if you've enjoyed the preview and if you've left also your comment about your explanation about how you think the game might go after doing that, hit the subscription button. And we'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.